Stay on. Hello and welcome to DFS Deep Dive. My name is Brian Craighead. Welcome into a special Thursday night edition. As, as, as you can imagine, we're a DFS format and our platform is DraftKings. We're also proud to be part of the Cut Podcast Network. You can find all of written, pod, written um, information at thecutffb.com and on Twitter, you can find us at thecutffb. As for me, all of my all of my content is at Vandegrad92. Along with this website, I'm also involved with four other websites. Got a couple weekend st- live streams. Write about four or five articles a week. Just do a whole lot of different things. And like I said, welcome to Thursday Night Edition. We're getting ready to kick that game off here in about 30 minutes, looks like. And I want to welcome in both Mav and Luke. Guys, how are y'all doing tonight? Doing good. Um, doing a lineup tonight. Uh, a little bit more confusing than weird. Uh, instead of doing it on Friday, because uh, which you're about to explain in a second, but and uh, it definitely it's it, I'm good. Uh, what about you, Luke? I'm doing good, man. Uh, same thing that you said. We're gonna figure out with these injury reports tomorrow and see where we can go with it. Enjoying my hockey team up two nothing right now. Columbus Blue Jackets, keep it up. Having a good night so far. Hey, um, I, I, Luke, I think you put a little bet on that game, right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, y'all been following along. Um. Last week, I, I I know that in his home league, um, Luke actually scored two hundred thirty plus points, and then I know with our with our lineups we, we gave on air, he scored one hundred eighty two. I I scored one hundred seventy seven, and over the last three weeks, I'm thirteen and five in terms of spread picks. So things have been going rather well for us. But like Mav said, um, kind of doing it a little early tonight. My uh, my wife was diagnosed with re- with um, breast cancer, had a double mastectomy back in March, and we're trying to pay it forward. There's a special organization called Save Your Breast here, where they raise money to do mammograms and that type of thing. So we're going to an event for that. So sometimes in in life, I think we all know it, but you know, football is obviously important, but family comes first. So we're we're just going ahead and kick this off a little early. I mean, in regards to the information, um, like we we're talking about, I'll keep up with all the injuries this weekend. Uh, there's a lot of guys that were sitting out there questionable. So you, you'll need to make sure before Sunday that you put those in, and then. This week, there's actually four games that you have to kind of concentrate on. There's four games that are that are not part of not not part of the main slate that we cover, and those include tonight's game, obviously between the Bucks and the Eagles. Then Sunday, you've got your second game kicking in from London. It's going to be the Jaguars and the Dolphins. Then Sunday night, you've got the Steelers and the Seahawks, and then Monday night, you've got the Bills and the Titans. So we won't be able to use any of those players. And the other thing that I need to briefly mention is there's actually four teams on bye. So week six, start all your buys. And that's uh, that's going to be rather consistent moving forward. So especially in, you know, obviously in DFS, but especially in your seasonal leagues, be sure to keep those in mind. This week, we've got the Falcons, the Jets, the Saints, and the 49ers. So last but not least, as we always talk about, we've got 
we've got to fill nine lineup positions. We've got a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. So just keep all that in mind. And there's a few games in, in regards to the total that we, we need to watch as well. Some teams that are involved in pretty high-scoring games. Um, one of those is the Chiefs and the Washington football team. That's sitting. That's the highest one. It's actually sitting at 55 and a half. Then you got the Chargers and Chargers and the Ravens. That's 51 and a half. You got the Cowboys and Patriots, which Mav will definitely talk about here in a little bit, sitting at 51 and a half. You got a couple others that might as well be 50. That's that's the Rams and the Giants. And last but not least, you got the Cardinals and Browns. And one last team that was was not part of those higher over unders, but still got a high implied total, is actually the Bengals. And I'll talk about them shortly. So, guys, if you'd like to, um, if you don't mind, go ahead and tell us about your lineups. We'll go from there. All right. Bam. Oh, let me uh... – wait, that's not it. There we go. <clears throat> All right. Where is it? There we go. So, for my quarterback, I went with Matthew Stafford. Um, I don't know how the Giants are going to score, um, right? Is, is Daniel Jones even playing? You know, I haven't heard that or not. He was limited limited capacity to today, okay. but his concussion looked really bad. It definitely so I was <laughs> I was kind of assuming that he wasn't going to play. So at that point, how are the Giants going to move the ball? Which means extra possessions for uh, the Rams to just blow out the Giants. No Saquon either. Yeah. Yeah. No Saquon. No Galladay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's going to be bad. Okay. My running back. He looks to be healthy. Oh, by the way, Stafford sixty seven hundred. I forgot that. This running back looks to be healthy, and I'm I'm looking for him to go out because he hasn't, you know, he hasn't played in the last in the last time he played a full game. You know, nineteen twenty one. I'm going with Dalvin Cook at seventy seven. Now, um, for my running back, who was actually like my very last pick that I had, I was kind of scrambling here with the amount of money that I had left. I went with J.D. McKissick at 48. Um, and then, wait, 48. They're going up against the Chiefs. Um, both teams don't aren't playing very great defense. So I'm assuming it's going to be an offensive-type game because they had one of the higher over-unders. So even if that is actually true, I think McKissick will catch a lot of balls out of the backfield. His streak of bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game, it's time for a good game, so I'm kind of banking on that. And his last game was 16, and then you got 21 here. Now for receiver, I went – all right, instead of going with my cheapest receiver first because that's how I did it here, I went – what a stack here with Stafford. I went Cooper Cup. Yes, Robert Woods had his, you know, had his big game last week, but Cooper Cup still gave you 16, and then he has three games, 30, 40, 27, right? So that could very easily, you know, happen again. And he got tackled on the one-yard line last week. So if he gets in, you know, he could add six yeah. more points. So. Um, and then at 5,800, because he's not going to begin to build Belichick-led defense, um, I went with Brandon Cooks at 58. He's going to begin the Colts, who just allowed – the likes of Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown, very fine players, to go off for like a million points, right? Brandon Cooks is still the number one option here and won't be taken away from whoever's playing defense on Indy. So that should, that should be a no-brainer, <coughs> right? So he had three straight weeks, 22, 23, 24, and then he had 10, 
right? But it's Buffalo. They're getting blown out by a million. And then a Bill Belichick defense after that, where they take away your best player. Yep. So it's time for a bounce back week. Um, What's next? Okay, so if he's healthy, if this guy is healthy, he's the number one option, and he will be balling out like he was before his injury at 5,000. I can't believe his price dropped so much. Sterling Shepard. Like I said, no Galladay. Um, Darius Slayton is still kind of hurt, so we don't even know if he's coming back. Apparently, he's coming back as well, and Kadarius Tony is battling an injury as well. So Sterling Shepard could very well be the number one receiver here again after missing a few weeks. And they're going up against the Rams defense where, I mean, a Rams team where they're going to have to throw the ball. Um, at tight end, you know, it's about time these tight ends started doing something in New England. It's about time. <laughs> I'm going with Hunter Henry against his Dallas defense, who are very weak against tight ends. Right. So the last two weeks, Hunter Henry, 20 points and 13, right? Because he, he's starting to get the ball more in the red zone. Um, it, Josh McDaniels is going to have to start scheming up some plays in the red zone instead of three straight screens or three straight runs because it's just not working. So I'm expecting for them to throw the ball more in the red zone. So I'm expecting these tight ends to score some. In my flex, I've, I did not see me taking this player, but I was just so low in money. And it seemed like he's been playing very well with this quarterback at 4,200. I actually wanted the Patriots to draft this receiver too, but they didn't draft the receiver. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Um, he's getting the targets, right? Eight targets the last two weeks was uh, from, from Goff. All he has to do is just get in the end zone, right? right. And uh, Quintus Cephas got put on IR last week, so yeah, that so takes away just, another guy. That's just more touches for him. And uh, is Swift even playing? I believe he is. He is 6,300 if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's questionable still. I think he's good to go. Okay, and he has a groin injury. I yeah, suffered but... from one. And is... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has a groin injury in the NFL this year. It's like, the, <laughs> it seems like the or popular Amsterdam. injury. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to talk about how bad that is. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't. I, I don't want to find out. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. You can't even walk. So I got 3600. Let, let alone run the football. <laughs> I don't remember having money left over. Oh, I did have money left over. Yeah, you had 400. Um, the Packers and then defense, think, right? yes, Packers defense. They're going up against. <laughs> they're going to get some quarterback. <laughs> it's going to be a blowout. Uh, they're going to make it a rough day for this quarterback that that's starting in Chicago. Right, it's going to be a rough day. Well, everybody say goodbye to Mav. I don't think he'll be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I think the Packers defense. Um, they usually play. They've been playing very well this year overall. Right after getting blown out by. Uh, Jameis Winston over there. Yeah, that was a um, game. Yeah, and Jameis hasn't done that ever again, which is mm-hmm. not surprising. But after that, they're getting 6.7.7.7 points, and this is without, like, a defensive touchdown or anything, right? So if they get, like, a pick six, which is very doable in a rivalry game, which they normally, you know, do very well in these rivalry games, I can see them putting up anywhere from six to ten points, which is pretty much, like, what you want from your defense. Anything more than that is just gravy, but... I, I think they continue the trend where they get, you know, a couple of sacks, maybe a, maybe a turnover, especially, you know, he's still a rookie. He still makes rookie mistakes. So, right, you know, three yeah. sacks and a turnover is still very doable. Um, With $400, I mean, you can probably go Higby or Noah Fant at tight end if you guys don't like New England Patriots. Not a lot of people do. I don't blame you. Yeah, um, nobody likes them. <laughs> you can go Tyler Boyd, maybe Jacoby Myers. Um, from Sterling Shepard or 
there's really nothing much in the four thousand range. Maybe you want to take a risk on Rondell Moore. What um, would you What would you think about switching McKissick out for AJ Dillon for a hundred more? Um, AJ Dillon had sixteen touches two weeks ago and twelve last week. He's starting to starting to be a little bit of a factor. Well, he did score a touchdown, his mm-hmm. only touchdown. So he's yeah. not giving you touchdowns. And if he's not giving you a touchdown, then he's yeah. he's he's not pretty yeah, I did think about it. I did think about he, it. He got 15 carries two weeks ago and had a few catches last week. So I think they're starting to involve him a little bit. He might be one to keep an eye on. But between him and McKissick, I can see their points being kind of similar. And they're a hundred dollars different. He's starting to get Dylan's starting to get the old Jamal Williams role. Right. Yeah. I believe. They 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 can't the first week or two, they really just used Aaron Jones to complete maximum. I, I see Dylan getting some touches. But not to change the subject, so we were talking about Sterling Shepard earlier. What do mm-hmm. you think about the Kadarius Tony factor? He had like what, 189 yards last week receiving or something. Wasn't that the majority with the um, who was playing quarterback for the Giants after Daniel Jones went down? Mike Glennon. Yeah, and he he had some work early, but also Shepard and Slayton didn't play, and Galladay was out early, so yeah, he was like. So I, I consider that as big factors, and if um, Shepard is playing, he's still the number one receiver there. I was going to say in terms of cash lineup too, because I have Shepard as well. And like, I think everybody will chase those points last week and everybody will have Tony and then you'll be over there with Shepard and he might have a bigger game. And then you'll be like, Oh, you know, so no. that's a good point to have Shepard over Tony, but I could see both still having a good game, but I can, I like what you play. could do with the 400 I have left instead of like, you know, um, what do you do? You have a quarterback and a receiver. You, you, you can take out cooks and you can get Robert Woods too. Why not just have all three? Stafford Cup and, and Woods, right? You know, you could, yeah. it, but you got to have a lot of confidence in that lineup. I, in, in yeah. regards to the Rams in general, <laughs> and I don't mind that play at all. But just keep that in mind, folks. I, uh, I don't know. I, I always have a hard time putting a third guy in, but if you're really, really confident in the team, go for it. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like as, sure. as, as, as another pivot play, but also, right, fifty-eight. You got you got Amari Cooper here. Um, you got Sutton at sixty-two. And that's pretty much it. The, the only other pivot was the guy we talked about before the pod with Damian Williams with the COVID situation, the clear Herbert, Herbert kid for Chicago's 4,600 off McKissick. We don't oh, know. Yeah. If, we don't know officially if Damian Williams is out, but if for sure he is, he's getting the touches, right? He had yeah. 18 for 75. He, he will get a lot. He'll be the only running back left. So yeah, even if they do get one out, he'll I don't even well. know if he's going to, I guess they didn't throw set a running back at all last week. But well, you know, Justin Fields is your quarterback. No, I'm just <laughs> I think another point I want to bring out is it's really important. I mean, there are some people that don't necessarily keep really close to injury reports and stuff, but Dalvin Cook's been kind of nicked in the last couple of weeks. I think he even missed last week and had like nine carries a week before, but he actually put in a full practice today. So he, he he's ready ready to go back. So What you could also do, because this is something I would definitely do, Cooper Cup for Justin Jefferson, right? You still got an extra 300. Now, if you're a Woods over Cup person, you can take Brandon Cooks out and put in Robert Woods. There you go. I got zero. There you go. I, I'm a Justin Jefferson guy, so this is something I would definitely do. But I'm definitely Cup over Woods. That is definitely me. I did want to give you some crap. I was laughing because last week he didn't play Hopkins and he didn't do anything all game. Then at the end he got a touchdown. I'm like, oh, there it is. But- <laughs> and, it, it, and it was a DeAndre Hopkins like touchdown too, where he just he's just mossing somebody. Right. Not many guys in the league would have caught that. And the other thing that's really important, I just thought about Brandon Cooks. He had um, in one of my articles. I'm I'm not sure which one. 
But I talked about he, he was if he got 17 points, he, he, they would have to renew, rename him Houdini against that Patriots defense. <laughs> this week, needless to say, he's got a much easier easier opponent against the Colts. So don't be afraid to put put him back in your lineup. For sure. All right. Hey, you guys got anything somehow else? Somehow Davis Mills threw for over 300 yards last week. So he, that's Devin that McCourty's fault. Was. <laughs> that is that is that is 100 Devin McCourty's fault. He's undercutting balls. He, he he's playing the ball instead of re, instead of the receiver. So if the corner already misses the ball and then you miss the ball, now he's just gone. Instead of just playing the receiver, a twenty yard pass became becomes you know sixty seven yard pass. Did y'all have yeah. to catch that wide receiver's name? Was it Chris Moore or something like that that had, mm-hmm. had all those mm-hmm. yards? Chris, Chris Moore and Chris Conley. Yeah, the Chris's were killing him. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, I would I wouldn't necessarily put those guys out for y'all to have. It's like sleeper plays. Oh, you, did, you didn't have the Davis Mills, Chris Conley, Chris Moore combo going in DraftKings last week. <laughs> Would have been exactly. awesome. Please, mm-hmm. please don't go chase points now. Yeah, they're, for they're sure. not that good. <laughs> right. I got Luke. All right. So for my lineup, uh, I went top dollar quarterback, eighty three hundred for Mahomes. Uh, it's like we mentioned earlier, Brian with toes top total of the week. Washington defense is not the same, and the Chiefs don't play defense. This should be an absolute track meet on Sunday. So we'll take probably the safest QB on the slate. Obviously, it's why he's 8,300. He should not disappoint at that price. He has to perform at that price, obviously, but there's no way he doesn't, I don't think. At running back, I went Joe Mixon at 6,400. Now, this is one of those guys on the injury report, his ankle still. But he he looked okay. When he had that touchdown on Sunday, he made a nice little cut. I think his ankle looks okay. Anybody's running on the lines right now. Madison did it last week. If he plays, I think this is an auto start. I think he's way underpriced. It might be because of his injury, too, and that he only had a few carries last week. But I think Joe Mixon is an absolute smash if he plays Sunday. And not, not to interrupt, but Samaji P. Ryan, that, that actually took his role last week. And last things have changed. He's on the COVID protocol. So. That's right, yeah. So he should get absolutely all the work. Um, next running back at 6,000, uh, Daryl Henderson of the Rams. You know, I think we're all about – we all have a Rams player in our lineup. It's We saw what the Cowboys just did, and the Rams are – have 10 days off too before this game coming off that Thursday night in Seattle. Darren Anderson's this guy to stay healthy. That's his only kid too with this guy. You know, he leaves sometimes and Sony Michelle stole a touchdown from him last week, but he's still been very good in a very high powered offense. So seems to be getting more and more of the main role. Uh, a wide receiver. I went uh, Hollywood Brown at 5,900. This guy's just been on fire this year. If he doesn't drop those two big touchdowns versus the Lions, this guy's probably like number five or, number six in the league in fantasy for receiver this year. He's just every single week he's doing it. And what should be – what's that? If not higher than those two – with those two. Right. Teams. No, no kidding. He, he's he been amazing. And should be a fun game with them and the Chargers for sure. And that's the funny thing at the beginning of the year. I still think Rashad Bateman's going to get his chance. But it's a set, at the beginning of the year, like, who's the wide receiver one for the Ravens? Well, I think we all know that now. And that should be mentioned because I think he is finally playing this week, right? Is it- he, the, the one thing he's got to do – so so – in regards to um, when you're on injured reserve, you have what they call designation to return, which basically uh-huh. opens a three-week window that you either have to be you have to be elevated to the to the game day roster or put on season in, season ending IR. And this is his week where he has to do something. But today on Roto World, they said that the Ravens are just going to work him in the package. So he's sitting at three thousand. I've thought about him. But you know, unless more news comes out, he you know, unless you just want to like a dartboard throw, it'd be kind of tough to play him. I think. Yeah, he's still no he's kidding. still listed on the IR. 
again, being a Big Ten guy here out in Ohio, he he was a beast at Minnesota. I'm, I'm definitely watching him for sure. I'm kind of mad he's on the Ravens. Hopefully he's not that good, but we'll see. Oh, he'll be good. Yeah, I think so too. Um, an next receiver, it's funny. It seems like I'm chasing these Monday night points, but the matchup's too good here. Michael Pittman at 5,500. I think this guy is quietly going to start breaking out. This guy is a good receiver, and he is the number one. Even if – I know there's talk about T.Y. Hilton returning this week, and maybe he catches the bomb if he does, but T.Y. Hilton's just not the same T.Y. Hilton anymore. But I like Michael Pittman a lot. He's a big-bodied receiver. He can go up and get it, and he's playing Houston. Maybe the Colts can play a full game. They should have beat Baltimore last week. they got to figure out how to play a full game. Thanks, Carson Wentz. Uh, one guy I had with Mav here, Sterling Shepard, we've talked about enough, 5,000. Like Mav said, kind of underpriced, come back from injury. Um, smash play here, I think. They should have to throw. I don't think he'll be followed by Jalen Ramsey the whole game. Well, between him and Tony, I think they're both. I think Shepard will get his, even if it's garbage time. He was very good before he got hurt this year. Um, a tight end. So we're going to stack Mahomes with Kelsey. We're going to do it that way. I'm glad Kelsey's back in the main slate. I can throw him back in there, okay? That's 7,000. <laughs> so, again, like we, like I said, uh, you know, it's a highest total week. Track meet should be a fine game for Kelsey. So, with all those high price, we would go extremely cheap at the flex. I'm going double tight end, chasing the same game, and Ricky Seals-Jones for Washington. This guy went straight into the Logan Thomas role, played almost every snap, almost had a touchdown twice. He's 3,000. There you go. And he, he- so, the wide receiver too. Yeah, Kurt, Curtis Samuel can't get on the field healthy, and it's Dynamic Brown and uh, DeAndre Carter had a decent game for them last week. But I think you can play both those tight ends, and he he might be if you want to put him in your tight end spot, you could save a lot of money. He should have a ten to twelve point floor, I think. Yeah, I had him in mind, and then I I took him out last minute. Yeah, that's such. And then for defense, at twenty nine hundred, I played the Vikings, and I think you can play the Vikings or the Panthers in the same game. Um, I just took the Vikings because Sam Donald's been turning over the ball the last couple weeks. So that's why we leaned that way in terms of the Vikings. And, you know, Vikings games are always close. They always seem to go down. They thought they had the Lions covered, and then, you know, they give up that to the Lions and they fumble the ball. And then every Vikings game is the same. I swear it always comes down the end. But that's what I had to spend the exact dollar if you guys had any pivots. I had Marquise Brown too. In my my, my look was so different before I sent it. I had Marquise Brown oh, really? and I had Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the stack. That's nice. And I thought about taking um, Mark Andrews, too, but I went with um, – how did I go with that tight end? It's funny you played uh, Cooks. He was 5,800, and I said my own pivot play was Hollywood Brown to Cooks if you want to save 100, if you'd rather have the yeah, safer floor I'm, guy. I, I thought about it, too, with the form that I had left over. Because for some reason, I thought I used all the money I had. So if I had the extra form, right. I might have just went with Hollywood Brown. And with Pittman, too, 5,500, you could go to your boy, Jacoby Myers, who I saw he got tackled on the two-yard line last week. I said, man, he's so wanna, close. I didn't, didn't want to risk it. Until it happens, I don't want to risk it. But is he going to have digs on him, who's playing, like, the best corner in football? Like, you know what I mean? And then the other pivot, if Mixon's out, obviously, same game. You can go down 100 and play DeAndre Swift. Yeah. I think that's fine, too. So that's pivots off of my own lineup. I don't know if you guys have somebody you didn't particularly like on there. Would switch off one. I don't see anything off the top of my head. I'll mention a couple extra here later, though. Oh, um, yeah, I don't think I have any. I think three thousand for Seals Jones. That was interesting. Yeah, I think after this week he will not be three thousand. 
I don't know how long Logan <laughs> Thomas is out though. I, he's on the short term IR, right? He's out three more weeks. Um, okay, so that's what six, seven, eight. I, I think they have a week nine bye from the top of my head, and I think he's coming back week ten if memory serves me. Right, and, and for then, anybody out there playing redraft or dynasty, I would definitely pick him up if you have an open bench spot for sure. Yeah, I wanted to this week, but unfortunately, in one league, my my main league. I have six guys, and that's that's the other thing. Well, I might as well go ahead and mention it now. Going into week seven, there's four teams on by right now. Going into week seven, there's six teams on by. So, being honest, if in terms of redraft, I mean, obviously DFS, you can set it next week. But I would go ahead and mention now for anybody in redraft, go ahead and start preparing for next week to make sure you got the players in the lineup you want to look at if you've got the available space. It's a lot of good fantasy teams on by too. Well, that's next, the thing, yeah. Yeah, next week's going to be wild. It'll be fun to do this for sure. And now, the I've only, got, no, I got to go, go, go. You go ahead. Okay, the only thing I was going to do, because I'm not a Joe Mixon guy, and looking at his looking at his, his point total here, like this is just not something I would even spend the money on. It's it's just the Lions' D factor. They, don't, they can't stop a nosebleed on the ground. But Zach Taylor does not seem to want to run the ball is the problem. So we'll see. Maybe he's tired of getting Joe Burrow killed, though. Guy had what? A throat, but, throat even, but, but even against Jacksonville, only 13. Yeah. Because it's only a good game against Minnesota, which that is. Was, that was that weird Thursday night game where they were losing a half and then it came alive in the second half. I don't know. I just think you can fade the Lions defense and fade the Dolphins defense when it comes to running backs, but we can't play the Dolphins or James Robinson because he's in the 9.30 a.m. game on London. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I think Robinson's top top six back this week. That's the only right. thing. That's the only thing I, I I would do differently. And I'm cool switching from Mixon to Swift, same game. It's yeah, they're, they're both good plays. I, I've got, as y'all will see momentarily, I've got Swift only because it was three hundred dollars cheaper and worked in my lineup. But yeah, I think no, they're both Swift, good plays. Swift would have been the play. I do want to throw out there just because none of us put him in the lineup, but in that Chiefs same game again, Taylor Haneke being 5,800 is a steal in DraftKings, and he's been quietly good for fantasy. And I, he's going to have to throw all game, and he could easily have two or three touchdowns and 300 yards. That's a perfect comment because I was going I was going to say with the Chiefs implied total of 31, I was a little surprised because the implied total for the Redskins is 24. So Vegas is expecting mm. back and forth all game long. So. Yeah, we know the Chiefs rarely cover the spread, so maybe Washington hangs in there. And one one guy we're not going to mention because none, it's not in our lineup, but McLaurin at seventy one hundred is a good price too. So. Yeah, I, get, yeah, get, anybody in that game. If you want to go contrarian, get you some piece pieces of the Washington football team. And he has a, he, and he's the same thing with uh, JT McKissick: bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game. So he's doing or, a good game now. Or the dart throw, same game, Miko Hartman, too. He's like 46, 4,700, something like that. He's always he, – he could help you with one catch, you know, catch one bomb. He, have, he just had like a career high in touches. For I think he did because they were getting blown out. <laughs> and we might as well throw it out there since we're talking about yeah. the Chiefs. Daryl Williams is going to be the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. starting running back for CEH this week. Uh, yeah, that's trying to run the ball more, too. at least three weeks. Right. He's hitting the 5,800, so – yeah. How how much do you think Jared McKinnon will be involved? I'm curious with that. He'll he'll get his play, but Mav, can you tell us what his price tag is right now? Uh, who? McKinnon, Jared McKinnon for the Chiefs, forty four. So if you really want to go con- go contrarian and cheap at running back, you can go to forty four. Yeah. Buy a lot else elsewhere. So that, yeah, that's a risk. I, it's hard to say how much you'll have, but I, I think he'll get at least 10, 10 to twelve touches and. 
in that offense, you can always do something. You have a little bit of a little you bit. Only, of only, when did um CEH go down? Second half. That's all I remember. Okay. And I thought for sure seeing the tackle he was out for the year, he bent completely backward. It looked ugly. I dislocated my ankle a long time ago, so I still can't look at ankle injuries the same. <laughs> I did not want to look at that. I bet. Yeah, he, he it was midway midway to the um, latter part of the third quarter when he went out. I'm gonna throw out six guys real quick that were either did not practice or very limited practice today to keep an eye for these. It's Lamar Jackson, Joe Mixon, Chris Carson, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Williams, and DK Metcalf are all guys to pay attention to the injury report tomorrow to see what's going on with those guys. That Big names. Why, that is why I didn't have DeAndre Hopkins in my lineup, by the way. Okay, <laughs> I think they're all in the main slate except for Metcalf, right? Mm, uh, yeah, I think so. Metcalf's playing. Second. Oh, and uh, Chris Carson in the same game. He's got that neck problem. Who's this now? Chris Carson. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think that neck sounds kind of serious. Yeah, I don't know if he'll play. That I don't know. We'll see. Alex Collins didn't look terrible, actually. He played better than I thought against that Rams D. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I don't off the top of my head, I don't remember what his price tag was, but Oh yeah, I'm not sure he's in this one. But if you want to adjust it up. Do you want to shoot your lineup out, Brian, real quick? And we'll sure, that'd be awesome. Let's see what we got so, here. So, needless to say, I think we've all got pieces of the Bengals. Um, okay. I, went, I went with Joe Burrow as my quarterback. He was sitting at uh, 6,300. And I always, li- I always like to go with the stack. So, the guy that just went completely off and pretty much has all year long, except it, it, um, every game, I'm pretty sure, minus one, he scored a touchdown. But uh, Jamar Chase is kind of the go-to guy right now. And DraftKings has yes. definitely definitely got the price a little bit more correct. He's at 6700 But I'm still willing to take a chance against the Lions defense. And like I said, I always like to go with Stack. But I also like to come back with a comeback player. And we've already mentioned him just, just a few minutes ago. But DeAndre Swift is going to be my comeback player this week. And he's sitting. he's also sitting at 6300 so, like I said, I, I like pieces of that of that Bengals lineup for sure. And there was one other team that uh, – oh, okay, yeah. The, the other team we're all, all on is the, is the Rams. And yeah. just, just like Luke's got, I've got Daryl Henderson as well. And he's sitting right at right at 6,000. So, so, I really like him. We're, we're, we're going to start noticing that there's a lot of similarities between mine and pieces of both Luke's and Mav. So I've got um, going back to my other running back in, in pre in pre warm up here. These guys don't I don't think like my other running back, but I'll go with Johnny Jonathan Taylor at sixty six hundred. And y'all can retort if you want to on that one. I know you aren't huge fans of him. I have him in too many leagues, so I can't root against him. I have him in one dynasty and two redrafts this year. So what? I'm sorry, who did you say? Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. But you have him in your flex. I've got him in my other running back, my second running back. I, did didn't you mention that? Oh, I the, thought you had um, Henderson. He's just my flex. Oh yeah, he oh, he's okay. center. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But anyhow, so we, we still continue with similar pieces. I've got Marquise Hollywood Brown, of course, and he's sitting at fifty nine hundred. And my other wide receiver is Brandon Cooks sitting at 58 so it's kind of amazing how, how much similarity between the three of us we have it it may not 
Yeah, maybe a couple pieces of Mavs. I think it's more similar to Luke's. I, I, I feel like I let myself down having you two took Brandon Cooks and I didn't. That is absolutely my <laughs> guy, and I feel like I let him down, and I owe him an apology. Yeah, he, he he's actually great. He's got he's got a great floor. And he does. I hated, it, I hated it to knock on him last week, but, you know, Mav would have been proud. I, I think it was for another website. I just simply said that he scored 17 points. Just call him Houdini, and I think he scored <laughs> – I don't know. It was, some, it was minimal, like six or seven. So I yeah. would cut off if I'd gotten wrong, but I five was not point, wrong. So probably five point five point three. So <laughs> yeah, I the was Ra- luckily right about that. The Ravens receivers are just doing, and Mark Andrews is doing whatever they want against that Colts secondary. And if the Colts do get out and blow them out, he should benefit big time of a lot of garbage points too. And that's the other thing I, I meant. I meant to um, say something about just a second ago. So right behind Kelsey, my second favorite tight end. This week is actually Andrews. Like you said, he just went off. Seems like 10 catches for 130 or 40 yards and two touchdowns off the top of my head. Yeah, he killed me one league. <laughs> I was playing well, against him. He, he did my league, too. I was ahead until he played. And I was like, Same oh. thing. I lost it on Monday night. I was like, oh, as long as Andrews don't go bananas. And there he was, career high in yards. <laughs> did you guys see the tweet where the dude, this guy was up 111 points and he still lost? Oh, no. The other team had Lamar, Taylor, and uh, Andrews. That second half was absolutely nuts. After the first half, I'm like, man, I might just go to bed. And then I'm like, oh, man, this has gotten crazy. Yeah, it was a nutsy game. So I've only got two pieces left. At tight end, this was a tough one. I almost went with Seals Jones at 3,000. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and went Jared Cook um, at 3,200. And the one thing I'll be honest about is two of the last three weeks, he's done absolutely squat. I think he went up with – one catch for 30 yards last week, if I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And um, I don't know. I, I just I just wanted a piece of that game for sure. So I went I went with Cook there. And last but not least, and I know hate I know that Mav hates this pick. I took I took the Cowboys at 3200 as my defense. So I mean they're playing really good. <laughs> Can't pull you there. What do you think, Mav? I think they're going to let you down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Take a look. Say, so I, I had three pivots for him. But one one he already said, oh, it's the cook for Seals Jones. I already mentioned how much I liked him, obviously. Um, and the other one was, I know he's kind of been disappointing this year. But we know touchdowns are the most hardest thing to predict, right? And Jamar Chase, like, eventually he's not going to score, correct? Like, I mean, it's bound to happen. Keenan Allen's $300 cheaper, and Mike Williams is dealing with an injury, and the Ravens have been giving up a lot of points, and Keenan Allen's been playing in slot this year. This could be a Keenan Allen sneaky week, and he's 6,400. So that was a receiver I wrote down for you as possibly. Like, I, it's hard to go against Jamar Chase right now. I will let Dwayne know. Keenan Allen's got a floor for sure, and Jamar Chase, if he doesn't score, I don't know if he has a floor. Well, the thing that's the kind of the thing that's so surprising about Chase. So he's had one game that he didn't score. And he still scored 14 fantasy points. So okay. that kind of surprised me, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I he did have, have six for speed. 159. So even if you remove the touchdown, that's still 24 points. Right. So he's definitely getting the ball more. Obviously, the bulk of his yardage right. is, uh, is a 70-yarder. So other than that, he had five for 80, which is still yeah. – He always seemed to catch one bomb every week. And, and again, who's to say the Lions defense can't? Give that up, right? Yeah, and now yeah, and, and, sure, and and now you got sure he feels confident going into the game. And now you got yeah. T Higgins back. Mm-hmm. So all that's that another thing too. Maybe T that, Higgins will have a game sometime, but I don't know. 
all, all that does is just open it up for um, Jamar Chase to go down the field again. If I if I did that pivot off of Keenan Allen, then obviously I wouldn't have to stack with Burrow and Chase. So if I did cook to Seals Jones and Chase to Keenan Allen, then you you know you save five hundred. Then I would go up from Burrow to Stafford if I did that. Yeah, if I, I did one, I'd do all three. Pivot also. The one guy we've not mentioned, the quarterback that just has completely gone nuts is, is Justin Herbert. The first two, the right. first two weeks, he couldn't he couldn't catch a touchdown pass. I mean, he no matter what he did, he just could not connect on a on a touchdown. But the last three weeks, he can't be stopped. So, For sure. like you said, the the Ravens kind of give up a fair amount of points. So now the only thing is with Justin Herbert, as the only reason I'm like not like so high on him like everybody else is. He gave you a 45-point game, and then he gave you a 20-21-point game after that, then a 30-point game. So, like, unless you're expecting a 45-point game every week, I think we got to, like, let's 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 not go overboard just yet. Yes, four touchdowns, three touchdowns, and then four touchdowns, but he's not giving you 350 and four touchdowns every game. This is the only game he's ever done that, and it was against Cleveland because it was a shootout where nobody, mm-hmm. underst- where nobody knew what defense meant. <laughs> like, that's not happening every week. Right. It was the same thing with, with with Dak Prescott last season, and he was what throwing like nine touchdowns every week because his team they were down twenty points in the first quarter. Right. That's that's not happening every week. So True. so like yes, they scored forty seven points, but they didn't score more than thirty the entire season before that. So unless unless you you assume that their defense is going to give up forty plus every game, then yeah, I, yeah. I love Justin Herbert too as much as the next guy, but. Well, That's, Baltimore probably will score on them, though, right? I mean, Lamar only did that because they were down. They were down by what twenty-two points? They were down or something like that. Nineteen, sixteen. Like they right. were down awful, awful Lamar Jackson fumble actually. So maybe if they don't go down sixteen, maybe Lamar Jackson doesn't even do what he did. Right. Right. But this is only happening because they're down three scores. Early yeah, they, the they were kind of sleepwalking through the first half for sure. Yeah. So I, I don't assume teams are going to down, especially good teams, right? I don't assume good teams are going to go down three scores and now they got to play from behind the entire game. Right. I, I don't have that assumption. So, which is why I'm not so high. Like, I think Dak is a top seven ish quarterback, right? But people had him top three going into the year because they just assumed their defense was going to be ranked 35th or something, right? Totally. I assume. And then the one thing about Dak, other, other than the opening night against Tampa, um, his pass volume just been, has just been – I mean, he's been very efficient. They yeah, haven't needed to, though. Exactly, because their defense has gotten better, which was like you have to assume defenses are going to get better. They don't just stay ranked 32nd or one of the worst defenses in history, you know, for multiple years. Like, that just doesn't happen. That's the thing with Dak, though. You know you can't bench him. You try to bench him, and he'll have one of his games. So you just keep playing him. And if he gets you like 20-some every week, hopefully the rest of your lineup is solid if he gets you that floor. You know what? That's, that, that's why I drafted him, and then I drafted Brady later on. So oh, okay. I've actually I been benching right every week. <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been benching Dak the entire year, and I'm like, I, I got Dak. Somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna have to like want him or need him, and they gotta have to mm-hmm. trade me something for him. Outside of the dra- the trade that Brady, I had earlier today, Brady's already thrown a touchdown tonight to OJ Howard of all people. OJ Howard, yeah. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> There's a couple other. We've mentioned some some of the injuries already. There's a couple other other injuries I think need to be reported and and considered. So. I think some of us, at least I did, thought that Christian McCaffrey would like to play this week. He's still so iffy. He's, you know, he's he's having a hard time getting to the field. So oh, it, we it would not surprise me if Chuba Hubbard again is involved. We oh, spoke about true. that before you joined us. 
uh, mm-hmm. when, we, when we were just waiting for the to start. Yeah, we mentioned he's at, he's sitting at eighty eight hundred. Stay away. Don't touch him until you see the queue. Leave his name. I, I wouldn't I, touch him. I feel like if he plays, I think he's good. I don't think they're playing him unless they feel like we're not re-injuring this guy. But even when they did, he got re-injured. Right. And, and, it happened, last, and, it, and that happened last year, too. Yep, exactly. That's what I was getting ready to say. Last year, pretty much for several weeks in a row, oh, he's going to play. He's on limited practice. Never did. I just I just, yeah. I just think these coaches, same thing with uh, – like, I know Saquon wants to get back out there, but – like, let's just wait until like players are fully healthy. Like, let's just wait. Let's not rush kids out there. Happened with Daniel Jones last year, too. He was finally becoming good. He rushed himself out there, or the coach did, re-injured, or he played worst. Like, he was terrible in the second half of, the la- of last year after his injury because the- they rushed him back. You rush players back, they're not even worth looking at, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want him in my in my DFS lineups right now for sure. And he's he's eighty eight hundred. I don't think there's anybody that costs that. He's that that is actually the cheapest he will ever be. Oh no, yeah, Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams at nine thousand. Okay, so he's not the most Mc, expensive. McCaffrey is usually nine thousand plus when healthy. So this is actually the cheapest yeah, you probably see like him. Eight, like eighty eight hundred. Like it's because he's massive risk. Even like just clicking his. Right. When, when healthy, he's two players in one. Is why he's eight hundred because he'll run for hundred and catch ten balls. He's a cheat code when healthy. Yeah. Yeah. The but, other I want to throw out there, I didn't. I don't love his matchup against the Rams, but Devontae Booker's going to play in, in regard in, in replacement of Saquon. So keep that in mind if you want to go a little bit more contrarian. He'll get, he'll get touch ball. I mean, he had two touchdowns last week. So. Right. I mean, he caught four balls. Obviously, this is all after, like, he gave you sixteen for forty-two, which is only a two point six average. Oh. Like even then, that that's attainable even against a Rams defense, right? And then four targets, sixteen yards, and a touchdown—that is definitely attainable. So without Saquon Booker, I had Booker in my lineup while I was flip-flopping players to get a lineup that I wanted. Devontae Booker was somebody that I was looking at because he can give you this two point six yards a carry is actually pretty bad. Mm-hmm. He can give you pretty bad, and then four four catches for sixteen yards and a touchdown. Obviously, he's not giving you two touchdowns every week. He might give you one. Right, but the Giants are gonna have to score the ball to even keep pace with a, a Stafford-led yeah. offense. Yeah, he'll have opportunity for sure. But even is it gonna be? He'll probably give yeah. you more, more catches to make up for the lack of touchdowns that, that he'll have. Yeah. Right, because what what was is Barkley even up here? Do you even see his name here? Saquon? What's What's funny between him, right? So in a redraft league, I gotta either start Booker or the Herbert kid from Chicago as my flex, and it might be the Herbert kid. I'm going Herbert. Yeah. Like he might not be as um like flashy as Saquon is with like five receptions for seventy four yards like he did against uh, New Orleans because he had a fifty four yard reception, but he he's gonna Devin, Devontae Booker might give you thirteen carries and then five receptions right he he might give you that so mm-hmm. he might not give you like twenty five plus points but for a cheaper value he'll give you like fifteen ish points. Oh yeah, he'll get he'll give the value for his price and he'll give you a solid floor. So if if your rest your line is built with ceiling. Mm-hmm. He's a really great floor play. Those those fill-in running backs this week are very cheap to go with the uh, fill-in for injury guys. Oh, like yeah, we're talking about earlier today. Um, Zach Ertz scored a touchdown. I know. I was gonna say, how you feel about that? I, he's in my <laughs> DraftKings in my home league, so that's good to go. <laughs> Except the problem is I'm playing against him in two of my actual leagues, so well, it's got a good that, and bad. If, <laughs> if that's all he does all night, I'm okay with that. What is that like? Eight <laughs> points he probably just gave whoever you know played him. But yeah. the, the amount of hype for Zach Ertz, well, he's, he's giving you 20 points. Now. That was the amount of hype he got. So, guys, how about a little update? 
for, for our listeners, what, what's the score right now? Uh, seven, seven. Seven, seven. So, yeah, Ertz, and who else? Uh, OJ Howard, two tight ends. Yeah, wow. the tight end, tight end show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to go with the uh, spread picks now? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. This is going to be fun. I can't wait for next week with seven teams on by. Well, that's gonna oh, exactly. be Between DraftKings and spread picks, it's going to be a fun pod. Now, there are um, only be six teams, right? I I had seven right down. Did you? Mm-hmm, let me see. I think it has to be six. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, because can't be on Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't know that seven. <laughs> seven would make sense. <laughs> Somebody's not playing somebody. All right. So now for me, this was actually a very hard to pick. But I'm I'm expecting for Vikings to go on a run because they look like a good team, and they I'm expecting consistency at some point. Now they get Dalvin Cook back, that just opens up my dynasty wide receiver one, aka Justin Jefferson. That just opens it up for him. So I picked the Vikings at minus two and a half, and Darno his I guess he's been seeing ghosts out there because I don't know what's happened in the last few weeks. I'm so gonna tell you right, <laughs> you pick the team that always comes out in the end. So you'll probably win because they'll probably kick a field goal at the end. Every yeah. single one of their games. Hopefully the Vikings are. make the field goal like they did last week and not shank it or choke the game away like, right. like they're prone to do. Vikings fans got to be on every week. They're on the edge of their seat. <laughs> and, I, and I also want to throw this out. We just mentioned Justin Jefferson. I think he'll play, but he's also one of those those guys that I think missed practice today. So. Oh, geez. Oh, that is true. Now, this game here, I, I only did it because I, I know Christian likes going back and forth with me on Twitter. So I did this just for you, Christian. I picked the Vikings at minus five and a half. You mean you the know? Packers? I mean, uh, I, well, yeah, the Packers. I picked the <laughs> I, Packers. I said, dang, they're, they're spread this one up. <laughs> yeah, I picked the Packers at five and a half. So. Okay. Just, j- just, so I I like can, just so I can see your tweets during the game and after, and I can comment on it. That's just all it is, Christian. I hope you're watching this. You better hope Justin Fields don't beat Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, I would never hear the end of it. I would never hear the end of it. I would honestly um, just like to see what Justin Fields can do through the air. The kids gonna, got, uh, I, I, yeah, because these games are usually very high scoring, like this mm-hmm. rivalry here. So he's he has to. Like, Jerry Alexander I, I, I being he out. Has to. Jerry Alexander being out will help as well. Yeah. If they're gonna let him start, let him let him play. Try to throw that Allen Robinson guy. I heard he's good. Try to get Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, there's another guy named Darnell Mooney that's not bad. Yeah. Now I picked this with the assumption that the starting quarterback would be out. Um he might actually play, and this might actually change my mind because he's been playing very well this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with my guns here. I picked the Rams at minus ten. I think the loss to the Cardinals might have woken them up a little bit. And, you know, they showed out last week in a rivalry game against the 49ers. Sure, it was against a rookie. But everybody was pretty high on the rookie. And what did they? What was the score? They only scored, like, what, seven points, right, last week? The 49ers? The 10. I think they got a field goal. Okay. I think it was 17-10 final. Okay. I think you're right. You're right. And then the Rams beat up on the Seahawks. So, mm-hmm. and then the, the Rams – what are the Rams? The Rams lost to the Cardinals. Right. So mm-hmm. – yeah, I think I think that woke up a little bit because they were riding a little high. So I think for a team like the Giants, if they don't sleep on them, like most teams tend to do against these New York teams, I think it's a blowout. I think Aaron Donald gets a few sacks, called Rex Havoc, and I think tens easily attainable for an offense like this. Especially we don't even we don't even know who's playing on this Giants team. Like we really don't even know who's playing. <laughs> Like all we all, all, all we know is Galilee is not playing and Saquon's not playing. We don't even know who the receiving core is because they're all hurt. Mm-hmm. We don't even know who the quarterback is. I don't even know if Dan Jones is playing because he. I, he, I think, 
I was just gonna say, I think the only one who's playing now is Shepard. I think he's in. Other than that, yeah. And even then, like Slayton is is set to be playing, but that's not guaranteed either. Like we don't even know. Yep. Um, I think so. This was this was actually a hard pick too. Um, I, I think after what happened last week, I think the team comes together, and I think this is one of those typical. Oh, Bengals are gonna pull a Bengals. They're gonna they're, they're gonna play like the Bungles this week. So give me Detroit a plus three and a half. One with Detroit three and a half. I think the team comes together, and they 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 get their coach their first win. I like that. Traditional think, traditional Bengals, like you said, almost beat the Packers and lay an egg. Yeah, then they lay an egg. <laughs> right, this is just Bungles, pure Bungles. Now, I'm just picking so many crazy upsets this week. I think this team finally, finally brings it all together, right? Everybody's talking about, oh, Derrick Henry's not going to play well because it's the Bills. Bills just beat the Chiefs. They look like the greatest team on earth right now. Now, give me the Titans with their receivers coming back healthy. Derrick Henry's still going to be Derrick Henry. Hope so. Right? I'm hoping so, too. (laughs) As a Patriots fan, I'm definitely hoping so. But with Julio Jones coming back, A.J. Brown healthy, um, Tannehill's been playing pretty poorly off season, all season so far. I think I think this is the week where the Titans bring it all together, and it looks like the product we've been waiting to see all season so far. So give me the Titans at plus five and a half. Even if the Bills win, field goal at the end, we still cover. Now, just another upset because I've been hearing about it all week, especially from, from Brian over here. <laughs> Give me the Patriots at plus three. This is a typical Bill Belichick game. We look like crap against Davis Mills. We make bad QBs look like prime Dan Marino. But we make bad QBs look like who is a bad quarterback? Like Jamarcus Russell? That's too bad. <laughs> that is very bad. But we make, you know, they make good QBs look bad and bad QBs look good. Like I don't, I don't get it. Right. Even Brady, I mean, sure it was in the rain. Brady didn't even play that great. Sure, there was a lot of drops everywhere, but again, an offense where everybody was like, oh, Bucks, 30 plus. Right. Nothing. Every week. Yeah, right. <laughs> that didn't happen. And then Dolphins, you know, the defense has actually played a lot better than um, you know, the product has shown. Cause it's been a low scoring game every week. And, you know, it's been like that every week. So I'm um, give me another upset here. Plus three. I think I think this is where the Patriots finally pull, you know put it all together that's just my assumption there i think john i think the tight ends play like they're getting paid to do john and hunter henry stardom i did that jacoby myers first touchdown no nah, nah, let's nah, say nah, it every nah, week nah, till it happens not, <laughs> not this week not this week i, I think the tight end i think john gets his first touchdown right i don't think he has a touchdown either i'm not sure oh i thought he had one did, didn't one week both henry and john score a touchdown See now I gotta look. I, sh- I feel like I should know this, but I don't. I don't remember seeing a John Lewis Smith touchdown. I think that was Henry's first last week too. I think no, I that was. I think that was Henry's like third. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, he had one last week as well. John gotcha. Smith does not have a touchdown, and uh, oh. wait, no, that's rushing. Oh, he so, does have a touchdown. He does have one. Okay. When did that happen? Because Hunter Henry I has it was two. last week. He had. He had like five. Two or three catches for like fifteen yards and a touchdown, I think, or something he, like that. He had one last week, and he had one. He had one the last two weeks. I don't remember when John had a touchdown though. <laughs> That's why it's it, already it week six. Week. I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't what, what was that. the Patriots score last week? Uh, uh, 22. 25, 25, yeah. 22. 
It was one week, both Henry and Johnu scored in the same week. No, because Johnu scored against uh, Tampa. Okay. I think Henry um, scored the same game. Oh, he did. I was watching that game. When the hell did that happen? <laughs> You're too busy yelling at the TV, all right? <laughs> that was in the fourth quarter, the one yard. I hope that was some really good popcorn. <laughs> I don't remember this. That's funny. That's crazy. I don't remember that. All right. Well, those are my picks. There's a, okay. there's a lot of up, there's a lot of upsets here, like three. Uh, Antonio, like Antonio Brown just scored a touchdown for any already. Yeah, it's a track meet game already. Luke, I'll get my picks in a little bit, but while I'm thinking about it, I'm just going to throw it out there that um, basically whatever Mav just said, just take the reverse, and that's who I've got. But I'll, I'll mention him here in a minute. Oh my god, that sounds bad. I'm going to okay. go zero and six this week. <laughs> I uh. I have one. I have one similar and one against Mavin. Four different. So I'm 100 percent with you on the Patriots. Let's go. It, it's the Patriots game, man. Like you said, this is Belichick in a nutshell. Oh, Dallas just looked like world beaters. The Patriots almost they about lost out. No, not this week. If the Patriots lose, it's by a last second like field goal, and you get a push. I just it's going to be a close game. It's just got that feeling. It's going to be New England. It's going to be weird. Probably have the rest on their side. I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> hey, we need them. Yeah. They, weren't, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't on our, on our side when, when Brady came to town, that's for sure. And then the one against you, which you said you might switch because the quarterback, but I was on the Giants plus 10. Would, I, I think it's a lot of points. And the Giants, are they've been playing decent. They're not, like, god-awful. And with Danny Dimes, I think if he plays, I mean, I still like it. The 10 with Mike Glenn, it's a little sketchy, but – no, like if, if it was Glennon, because they didn't – the only reason I picked uh, the Rams here, if it was Glennon, was because – I don't did they score with Glennon at all? Because the Cowboys, I think, put up like 21 on, on answer. Yeah. They, they might have got a garbage time when the backups came in maybe. But, yeah, I feel you. Ten's just – I mean, any time, 10 10's a lot in the NFL. I mean, regardless. So, I'll take the plus 10 there. Six, and then it's only three. So. And then the four different – I'm going to take the Ravens minus two and a half against the Chargers. And I feel like everyone's going to watch the Chargers last week. I think the Ravens get it done at home. There's something weird about the Ravens this year. They're the luckiest team in the NFL. Don't get me on that rant. But I think they figure it out. Tucker, he gets to the 45-yard line, make a field goal, right? So Chargers games are kind of like the Vikings. They come down the end of the line. But I'm going to take the Ravens at home. Chargers got to come all the way to Baltimore. That's a long travel for them. Lamar's playing good. I know Herbert's playing good too, but I'm going to take the Ravens at home in a game where if I get wrong, I'll be okay as a Steeler fan that the Ravens lost. Um, it's funny saying that because staying in the AC North, I'm also taking the Browns against the Cardinals. I think Vegas is telling you what to do here, making the undefeated Cardinals an underdog to the Browns at minus three or what's it, two and a half now? Three and a half. Yeah, the Cardinals, uh, I think. Now, actually, you know, we mentioned injured guys. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt didn't practice again today. Now, that, that may change things if they don't play, but I think they do end up playing. But I'm going to take the Browns. Again, West Coast team coming all the way to the East. I like the Browns at home. Figure it out, Cleveland. Play a full game. You got a good team. Baker, get your crap together. I, Vegas isn't stupid, right? They're not making an undefeated team an underdog for a reason. So you're actually picking both the Ravens and the Browns. Yeah, I think I should take this jersey off. <laughs> I didn't take the Bengals, though. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders plus three and a half. I think they come out motivated. Gruden's gone. I think there was something going on in that locker room, and they want to prove a point this week. 
Denver played those three easy games to start the season, and now the real Denver team shows they do have a good D, but I think the Raiders team could be a little better. This is kind of could be an ugly low-scoring game. I mean, the total's pretty low. I don't think any of us touched anything in DraftKings here because of that. Both defenses are probably fine in DraftKings, but I'm going to take the Raiders getting over a field goal in a divisional game. And then the last one, this might seem very public play, but I don't see how it doesn't hit taking the over in the Chiefs and Washington game. I know it's 54, but Chiefs might score 40. I just don't see how it doesn't go over. I don't think they can make it high enough. So, no, my luck, there will be a field goal fest, but those are my six plays this week. I, I totally love that that over. But like I just said, I, you've had four games different than Mav. Mav and my games look nothing alike. Years of mine look nothing alike. So Okay, let's see it. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest, guys. Anybody that's listening, you probably – each one of y'all have your own favorite – podcaster Uh-oh. i know luke's got his own special fan club with shirts and everything so right. <laughs> like i said my picks are different so we'll see um for me i went with the rams minus the points i don't think i need to repeat the points <laughs> <laughs> I, I went with the Bengals minus the points i've got the chargers plus the three i've got the broncos that's the only one i haven't heard broncos minus three and a half Versus the Raiders. Actually, we had a Raiders pick. So yeah. that's not true either. I've got the Cowboys. Oh. <laughs> minus three and a half. And last but not least, I've got the Bills minus five and a half. So like that, I said, that is funny. <laughs> a lot of a lot of picks that are totally different. So just we, pick your favorite podcaster and those are your picks. We are definitely all against it's a war this week. <laughs> I mean, I got like the Rams, you two are both on, and then me and Mav are both on the Patriots, and then Wow. All, this, all, this all, I, all I know is that if I have a bad week, listen to Brian. And and I'm going to say this. I've, I'm, I'm the oldest one here. I've probably got the longest arm, but I'm 13 and five out of the last 18 games. So pick, pick who you'd like to. Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm like 11 and like 17 or something. Yeah. I forget what it was. I think I'm in the middle uh, for season long. I forget what it was. I wrote it down. I was trying to keep track for us. I think my best week was like four and four and two was my best week. I'm 15 and 13 overall and one and four in one week. So do the math. I'm, my, mine hadn't been too bad considering things. Yeah. All right. So if y'all are ready, we'll go ahead and give her Twitter handles and um, go ahead and enjoy the rest of the game. All right. All right. Let me just drop it here. Remove that. There you go. That's it there. You can find me on Twitter at my my Twitter there. I will probably be complaining a lot about Patriots football because that is what I did last week when uh, we were getting embarrassed in Houston. And uh, oh, and if you you will see a lot of Matthew Judon uh, gifts as well. I think he has the best sack <laughs> celebration in football. So you'll definitely see a lot of that. Is he going to be wearing the long red sleeves when he sticks out like a sore thumb? Of course. He wants you to, uh, he wants you to know where, where he's at. They want, he wants you to know where he's at. Well, my name is Louis Depow. I will be with Matt this week on the Patriots. I do not ever root for the Patriots. But, you know, we got to get these spread picks right. So let's get it done up there in Boston. Um, you know, you can catch me at Twitter on that name. We're celebrating right now. The Blue Jackets are leading 5-1 to one after two periods. That's what we like to see, kicking some butt, and let's get some fantasy rolling this weekend and go Steelers against the Seahawks. And um, as we close out, I just want to encourage y'all, um, check me out at Vandegrad92. Like we just talked about, there's a ton of injuries. I hope Christian doesn't mind this, but my original website is Fantasy Affair. I do, I do a weekly injury report that comes out on Saturdays, so hopefully that will provide some guidance as well. So once again, 
Vanguard 92. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Um, we've got our numbers for this week. We're just very blessed to have you all listening. So once again, thanks thanks for j- tuning in, and we'll see you all next – this time it'll be next Friday at 8 p.m. So you all enjoy the game. Right. Peace, guys. Appreciate you guys.